In today's episode, this is the second of our three-part series where we have a fan of the show, Anis Rao, who's in the studio, and we're going to be talking to Professor Pattabiraman or Pattu of the FreeFinCal.com blog. We spoke about financial freedom last week. This week, in today's episode, we are going to talk about the steps of how to make a plan for achieving financial freedom. Listen into that. Folks, welcome to Paisa Paisa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter. We are doing a special series on financial freedom. I have with me the completely awesome Professor Patabi Raman, also known as Patu, who runs the Free FinCal blog. And I have a fan of the Paisa Paisa podcast, Anis Rao, who's on the show. Anis, welcome back. Patu, welcome back. In this second segment, we are going to go into specifics of financial freedom. Anis, all yours. uh patu so let's let's talk us through this so i've i've read your blog i i know a little bit of what you're going to say but break it down so uh financial freedom somebody like like we said you know let's say i'm 5 years down i'm not planning to start up uh, do a startup i have uh, decent money is coming in every month how do i start thinking about financial freedom now uh, the first step is recognizing the uh, impact and importance of inflation uh let's say uh Let's take a cup of chai, uh, cutting chai or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 1990s, Anupam would uh, uh, agree with me on this. In yes. the 1990s, it would be possible to get a cup of chai uh, on the road for one rupee or fifty paisa. Yep, that's right. And today, it's anywhere between seven to ten rupees. Mm-hmm. That's right. So over the past 28 years, if you look at this uh, change in the cost of a cup of tea from one mm. rupee uh, or fifty paisa to seven eight rupees, mm. that's Like a year-on-year increase uh, in cost uh, at about eleven to twelve percent. Okay. Wow. So in nineteen ninety, if you had one rupee, and that's not too much money, yeah, uh, and decided to drink a cup of chai for fifty paisa, and invested the remaining fifty paisa in some uh, product, and removed it after twenty-eight years, paid taxes on it, paid all expenses, ex, uh, ex, expense loads or penalties, whatever you call it. on it and got a remaining amount that money should be anywhere between 7 to 10 rupees otherwise you will not be able to drink uh, tea with that money after 28 years whoa lovely am, analogy am i am i clear yes. wow yeah you are clear no i'm just <laughs> the mind boggles at the inflation numbers man i mean inflation folks that's that's inflation for you at the level of a cup of tea let's not talk about sorry. petrol and diesel okay <laughs> yeah go on patu sorry yeah, go on no. go on yeah 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 uh, uh, we can uh, petrol and diesel I'll, i'll talk i'll come to that so uh, so so 50 paisa or 1 rupee should have become something like 7 or 8 rupees in in that period of time which after taxes uh, which means that uh, the return from the uh, product should be anywhere between 11 to 12% hmm so At that's least. what beating inflation means and that's what a real return means where our the return from our investment should be uh, at least equal to that of inflation after we pay taxes on it okay so, so now uh, yeah do go on so, sorry uh, now i have some thumb rules based on in these inflation numbers and typically if you look at i have uh, posted my own inflation numbers my monthly expense inflation for the past 20 years and it's about 8% overall wow uh, you take into account every type of expense and only the essential expense 
not uh, uh, you know the uh, the splurges that we have occasionally we eat out or whatever so forget all that just the essential uh, we, we need i mean uh, uh what do you call us uh, you know the rice chawal that sort of thing vegetables <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. just the essential that yeah. alone will increase year on year typically at about 8% now uh some some rules here are that i have uh, this uh, what i call as the 89 uh, rule so if you if your expenses increase at 8% inflation year on year that means your expenses will double in 9 years hmm okay so every 9 years your expenses are going to double and if you if you have 9% inflation it will double in 8 years so that's what i call the 89 rule oh right. okay so folks let that sink in okay <laughs> if you got expenses and if the inflation rate is 8% then you will double your expenses in 9 years and every if nine every every 9 years and if you have if the inflation rate is 9% it'll double in 8 years okay that's you know suddenly i'm really i'm really scared now go on please sir please please go on uh, it's not as bad if you start early that's the, the so uh, so that's the essential thing the first thing is to understand uh, inflation and hmm. how important it is and how uh, how much your current expenses your current essential expenses will be when you uh, plan to retire that will be uh, 10 years from now 15 years from now okay. uh, but the the thing that we also need to recognize is uh, for our parents generation retirement was 60 hmm they uh, that is the uh, that marked their entry into the senior citizen uh, club and yep. that is also retirement mm-hmm. but for our generation it's going to be uh, already in the press already people who are uh, above 45 they want to retire by 55 mm-hmm. and i think people who are uh, in their 30s would want to retire by 50 because the stress and their uh, lifestyle uh, issues will uh, take a toll on them and sure. they cannot work beyond that mm-hmm. so uh, for somebody who's 30 mm-hmm. i think uh, they should plan to retire by 50 or achieve financial freedom by 50 so that's 20 years which is a pretty decent time to do that in that's right but then that goes with a caveat that uh, you got to plan for a longer period for retirement the post retirement expenses are longer yes uh, but let, let's not scare our uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean that's why I I picked some nice numbers to Sure sure about. please continue so, Patu please yeah. continue So uh so first thing is inflation and we need to recognize uh, uh how important that is and we also because of that we under we have to understand that we cannot invest in these uh nice uh, savers kind of products like fixed deposits and recurring deposits which are going to give you post tax returns of anywhere between 6-7% and inflation in our expenses yeah yeah so okay. those are simply off i mean we cannot avoid them but mm. we, that cannot be the majority of our investment mm. so we need first of all we need a basket of investments what we call as a investment portfolio mm-hmm. and that basket uh, should have equity okay. which uh, you know decent amount at okay. least 50 60 70% depending on the age mm-hmm. and the rest of it in fixed income uh, in the form of uh, typically like epf or uh, ppf and so on for a typical uh, salaried uh, person sure. so we need an investment portfolio and a clear asset allocation in mind and asset allocation simply means how much should i invest in equity how much should i invest in fixed income that ratio is uh, referred to as asset allocation hmm. so that's the first thing uh, the the problem with uh, how people manage money is they want to know where should i invest Where should I invest to get a pension plan? Where should I invest to so that my child will, uh, you know, have some money when they go to college? 
so they they want nice packaged products and the the problem is that there's no plan there they just want a product and invest in it so that has to be reversed we first have a plan we understand the target that uh, that we have the target is to beat inflation so our portfolio return after tax the the full portfolio including equity and fixed income should be at least 10% and this is after 20 years hmm. so otherwise it would be very difficult to handle inflation at that point of time okay. so that's the uh, the foundations of the plan the, the target return and where i'm going to invest in what asset class not a product once i have that in place i can worry about the actual product and that will be the last step okay but to just to be clear this is for someone who's 30 and who has a 20 year time frame to do his investments am i right hmm. Right. Okay. So, folks, just a small uh, caveat out there. Uh, Patu is talking about a ten percent return, which is basically inflation plus two percent. And remember, he's emphasized a lot on inflation. I really think you guys should go back and listen to whatever he said about inflation and 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 how that works. Believe me, your entire investment planning, financial freedom, depends on this inflation rate. For the purposes of of our discussion, we are saying that inflation is about eight percent. which means that for 20 years your investment needs to grow more than 8%. So if you have something that's giving you 6% you're losing out folks, okay? Which is why Patu is saying that you need to have a required rate of return of 10%. So you know that you're beating inflation. Patu have I got that right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, I have I have an illustration here to share. Oh fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, please please go ahead. So let's say I'm 30 years old today. Mhm. I wish I was thirty, but not. But let's assume <laughs> I'm also not thirty. <laughs> Anisha, are you thirty? I am just about thirty. Ah, hey, we we have someone for at thirty, but so you can look at Anisha as our lab rat. Okay, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so uh, Anisha is thirty, and let's say he he expects to work until fifty-five. So we uh, extend that twenty to twenty-five years. So he's got twenty-five years to retirement, and uh, his current. monthly expenses the essentials the bare essentials is about 30000 okay fair enough would that be uh, yeah. reasonable number or yeah very low? reasonable yeah okay. but so he's he's i think he's single he doesn't have any kids he's got no life <laughs> <laughs> let me not interrupt that <laughs> sorry sorry 30000 is good yeah 30000 30000 is good go ahead patu sorry no no it's uh, you're <laughs> right uh, it will increase uh, when you are married and have kids and yeah. so but uh, i mean as i said i my goal here is to not to scare the listener sure. so i pick some nice uh, uh, juicy numbers here okay. so it's 30000 per month and um, anish is 30 and he wants to retire by age 55 mm-hmm. and uh, so we we're, we're going to put in a inflation of 6% uh, mm-hmm. although it is an underestimate mm-hmm. Uh, let's not shock people out there first. So let's put six percent. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of retirement calculators out there. You can punch in uh, different inflation numbers and uh, play around with them. Sure. But before you do that, I would suggest that you look at your own inflation over the past five years to understand uh, the reality. But okay. let's start with six percent. Mm. And uh, in this kind of planning, in financial freedom, the essential difference. Uh, I think Anupam uh, referred to this earlier. Mm. See, when you live off a return. So let's say I have one crore with me, and I'm going to uh, invest it in something, and I'm going to live off the returns that I'm going to get. Hmm. When I have that kind of a plan, it doesn't matter how long I live. Hmm. 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 Until I live, I'm going to get that return. Yep. And there are annuity plans which will uh, continue giving that uh, return to hmm. my spouse as well until she dies. Correct. 
So this uh, this is the essential change here. So we are now going to ask how long will uh, Anis uh, uh, live after retirement. Okay. So he's going to retire by 55, and let's assume that he will live for another 25 years. Correct. So that's up to age 80. Yep. Probably an underestimate, but <laughs> again, let's play let's along. Say, okay. So this is the essential difference. The thing is, in financial freedom planning, we uh, not only have a target return, yeah. we also have a target year up to which the corpus should last. Mm, Because okay. we are going to remove money from the corpus. We oh. are going to uh, uh, involve both the return from the corpus yeah. as well as the principal itself. Sure, got it. Understood. So uh, our goal is. in this case uh, is to uh, ensure that the corpus uh, doesn't go to zero until age 80 okay is that okay yep yep mm-hmm. of course yeah so uh, so anish now has about 25 years to invest for uh, financial freedom and uh, let's say he invests in a portfolio of uh, like 70% in equity or stocks and 30% in fixed income and he expects 10% post tax from the entire portfolio mm-hmm and uh, we're going to assume that the inflation is going to be 6% after retirement as well and mm-hmm. this is very important uh, uh, most calculators many calculators don't uh, include inflation after retirement mm-hmm. and so we are going to assume 6% throughout uh, anish lifetime now for these numbers i had earlier talked about the 89 rule and in this case for 6% inflation the expense will double every 12 years Yeah, that sounds much more peaceful. Anis, what do you think? Yeah, much, much more Goa like. You can live with that. Eh? Yes, you're not scared. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but to that, we we can live with that. Doubling every twelve years is fine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it's got twenty-five years, so uh, it will hmm. become one uh, lakh uh, around one lakh thirty thousand by the time he's fifty-five. Uh, so, monthly expense of thirty thousand today hmm. at six hmm. percent inflation, hmm. doubling every twelve years hmm. will. About one lakh thirty thousand or so uh, at age fifty-five. Okay. So the month—that's how much uh, it, uh, inflation can uh, increase expenses. So yep. it's one lakh thirty thousand, and there is a simple thumb rule uh, for determining the corpus. Okay. So Anish Anish now wants to work with the corpus for twenty-five years. He wants to uh, live off that corpus for twenty-five years, and when he starts uh, his retirement, his monthly expense is. About one lakh thirty-six thousand. So, okay. you multiply that by twenty-five, okay. and you will get four crores. Hmm. So, the thumb rule is: uh, if X is your current annual expense, mm-hmm. you multiply that by twenty-five, hmm. and the, if twenty-five X is your corpus, hmm. you can live off that corpus for twenty-five years. Ah, okay, got it. So, from age fifty-five to age eighty, hmm. if Anish has got about four crores. Hmm. He can invest that in a portfolio that gives him six percent post tax. Mm-hmm. So that's a conservative portfolio. It's only six percent, mm-hmm. and that six percent is matching his inflation of six percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where the twenty-five x comes. Twenty-five x okay. essentially means that your investment should match your inflation. Okay. Understood. The return from your investment matches your inflation. Sure. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, crystal clear. Anish. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's that's for four crores, and to achieve four crores by uh, age fifty-five, mm-hmm. he will have to start investing an amount which is almost equal to his monthly expense. Mm. So he spends thirty thousand today, mm-hmm. and he has to shell out another thirty thousand for retirement, 
in a portfolio that's going to get him 10% uh, and he has got to do this for the next 25 years okay so that's another thumb rule uh, uh you try to invest an amount which is equal to your essential expenses if not equal to essential expenses at least 75% of your essential expenses okay mhm so basically anywhere between 75 to 100% of your monthly expenses is what you should be planning monthly to invest expenses that will uh, uh, persist lifelong yeah yeah of course, right. of course for example course. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you people may have uh, may have to see, uh, pay heavy school fees that's not going to that's not uh, included yeah, yeah so we are, we aren't talking about foreign vacations or the latest iphone or the la- all of that yeah. we're talking essentially yeah. of what i think economists call food and fuel that's basically what you need to uh, subsist okay it could be uh, i would definitely include rent out there also would that be fair but to Yes. Okay. Definitely for a city like Mumbai. Yeah. So I would include rent. I would include food. I would include any commuting expense that you have, reasonable, of course. Yeah. Uh, we're not saying that you that you that you own a Mercedes or something. We're just saying that uh, you have monthly fare for say a metro pass or something of that sort. Those are the expenditures that you should consider as essential. We are assuming yeah. that this is thirty thousand a month. So part two is saying that. If you are spending thirty thousand, you need to save at least thirty five thousand or. more you know round about in the range of 25 to 30000 per month working with the assumption that inflation is 6% and you need to have a corpus of around 4 crores by the time you retire which is at the age of 55 but that's really simple go on please yeah so uh, now the idea is that this 4 crore will be invested in a again in a portfolio which is going to uh, give an ease 6% after um, Tax. taxes hmm. and uh, the difference between the conventional retirement planning is that uh, we will be touching the uh, entire co- uh, corpus the returns plus the principal and we'll be withdrawing from it gradually okay. we are going to uh, our withdrawals will increase every year at a rate of 6% because okay. of the inflation sure okay and the the point is that there is no product out in the market that will give you a pension that increases year on year at 6% correct that's right it's simply impossible uh, in fact uh government employees who who joined the service before 2004 hmm. uh, got and will get a pension which is indexed to inflation hmm. but the government realized that if they kept doing that they'll be bankrupt and therefore <laughs> introduced the national pension scheme ah oh mm-hmm. that's that's the background uh, yeah. such uh, in the inflation index pension uh, i'll give you an example of my mother hmm. my mother retired in 2002 she's a state government uh, uh, servant and she I've, I've calculated her rate at which her pension has increased because of DAs and pay commissions and so on. It's an astounding year-on-year increase of thirteen percent. Wow! Oh yeah, yeah, astounding is right. Thirteen percent per year—that's something. I had to that, do. That's something. So that—that's when the government realized that it will go bankrupt if it kept doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hence was born the national pension scheme. <laughs> so, so we need to. Uh, so the point is, there's no one who's going to give us uh, such a pension. So we need to. uh uh you know create a plan for ourselves hmm. to handle inflation after retirement and hmm. hence the need to move up from the idea of a pension to financial freedom okay great right actually that's that's very telling of uh, if you read patu's blog a lot you will see that i think the main message that he draws is that this is personal finance it's different for anupam it's different for patu it's different for anis 
and so he's not going to be like patu cannot give us any recipes saying you know what if you are x then do y if you are z then do a but he's got a website where you can put in all your numbers that if you're not 30 what if you're 45 or if you're 25 i think but you your blog has all these numbers right just a very just exactly what you're saying if our listener wants to just check out and play around with all these numbers for himself your blog has that right correct there is a i have a, a what i call as a robo advisory template uh, that has much more details than this mm-hmm. and it it will account for existing investments as well and so on mm-hmm. so they can try that out play with that folks uh, you know we are, i know that my audience not all of you are, are 30 years old some could be 20 some could be for as old as i am so but you know that's the beauty of financial freedom it works across every age Okay, so don't and please don't get don't get bowed down by that four crore number. I know it's a lot. Okay, four crores is a lot of money, but it's also twenty five years to achieve it, and another twenty five years to play around with it. Okay, so you want to look at the long game out here, and uh, Anis, just one more question, Patu. You spoke in the beginning about emergency expenses and how you had uh, an emergency early on in your investing career, and yeah. uh, so if if I had uh, if I had to build up an emergency fund, what kind of returns should I expect from it? um see uh, this is um, thing is that we have to contribute i would recommend uh, contributing to an emergency fund uh, lifelong uh, an amount equal to 5% uh, of our uh, you know of our income or expenses at least expenses 5% of our expenses goes to emergency fund and this should be in a again there are two components to emergencies emergencies that happen today and emergencies that can happen 15 20 years from now so for a future emergency most of that would probably be health uh, because health insurance uh, premiums are in- increasing at an astounding rate mm. and uh, that's probably going to be the biggest thing that we're going to spend on after uh, retirement mm. so we, everybody needs a separate uh, health corpus in addition to this uh, you know uh, the food and fuel expenses corpus mm. so for that we have to the small amount let's say 5% of our expenses the equity something like that let it grow just don't touch it no matter what and then we have to have a separate small kitty for current expenses as well the problem uh, is that uh, if we have huge expenses uh, it will prevent us from investing that uh, 25000 30000 for financial freedom mm. so we need to ensure that we have a separate uh, fund that can uh, handle expenses emergency expenses before we retire so that we can continue investing uh, without disturbance so those are the two components okay excellent right. folks that's a wrap on the second segment uh, of our series on financial freedom in this segment you heard but to explain in detail with a lot of numbers on how to make a financial plan for financial freedom that's a wrap on the second episode uh, of our series on financial freedom in the third and final episode we are going to talk about actual execution of this plan Okay, we're going to get into details for that. Just a reminder: my guest on this series is Professor Patabi Raman of FreeFinCal.com and Anis Rao, a fan of the Pesa Vesa podcast. Stay tuned.